0: If you're online or you have a profile, you will get nasty comments, you will get trolled, you will get unwanted attention, and people will try and knock you off your balance. And the biggest lesson I've gotten from Mark Joyner is maintain your stance. So he taught me how to confidently handle angry trolls and other difficult people. So now when I see a comment like that, which is very rare, thankfully, I'm not bothered by it. And sometimes I even chuckle about it and occasionally have a little bit of fun with it. This is James Schramko. James Schramko here. Welcome to episode 983. Just me today. And today we're going to be talking about the top 10 episodes from the podcast from 2022. It's always a good time just to have a reflection on the year 2022. I wanted to share some personal things because now this podcast is under my own name. That's one of the things that changed last year for sure. So what a year, hey? On the 1st of January in 2022, I got my first proper barrel on a surfboard, which is obviously the most coveted and desired maneuver possible where the wave is completely encapsulating you and you're enjoying that spectacular vision. So what a way to start the year. It was an amazing year. We had cyclone swells all year. I did a lot of surfing, a lot of board testing and tuning my quiver, but such a metaphor for business. I also tuned my business. So Let's see, I rebranded from business to personal. So after actually registering a business and a personal domain back in 2005, I've ended up back on the very first domain that I ever registered, which had a funny backstory as well. I registered the domain back in 2005 because one of my, I guess my competition back then registered her name as a .com. And I thought, oh, if she can do it, then I can do it. Also, way back then, I had uh, search engine listings in what was pretty new, Google, (laughs) back then, for my acting references on IMDB. And so I wanted to put my name above the IMDB website. So that's what got me into SEO. So there we are. So all the way back then is how I started SEO. I'm back to my original domain. In that process, we turned off a lot of our other websites. We redirected our podcasts to jamestramko.com. So if you look at the old Freedom Ocean or Think, Act, Get or Sales Marketing Profit podcasts, then they will all redirect back to pages within the James Schramko site. Same with my old internet marketing speed, my old forums, a fast web formula, all those ones, most of them should all port back to the mothership. A little bit of uh, technical stuff there. We also cut and paste the members across to the brand new membership, and we basically abandoned the old membership. So I've had hundreds of thousands of posts, and what I'm doing is curating and going through those and bringing across a new playbook each week in my brand new membership at JamesRamco.com. So if you want a brand new playbook each week, which is like the best of the best, like the jewels from Aladdin's cave that we're bringing in once a week, then that's what you can expect inside the new membership. And that has been going great. People love it on the new platform. But it also meant we could switch off a whole bunch of tools. So after piecing together stuff for years, we were able to end up with just the simplest solution on Click, KLEQ.com. Loving that platform. Lots and lots of our members use that too. So also the world opened up a lot more. So in 2022, we did a heap more travel. I went to Singapore and Thailand and Philippines and also the Maldives, which was the best surf trip I've ever been on such a good group. Even within a day or two of coming back, I decided I definitely want to do this again. And I asked the people who came on it, would you like to come back? I think 11 out of 13 said yes and rebooked immediately. The other two spots sold straight away. It's already sold out for 2023, but it was really good because it was unstructured. We didn't have structure on this trip. We just had the right people there on a boat and the magic happens. What else happened? Improve things around the house too. I finally got my bookshelf completed, the one behind me here. Got to pull out the books out of the boxes they'd been resting in and they really bring a whole level of energy. I've actually read these books, which is uh, a huge difference between a lot of display bookshelves, and they are single-handedly the best asset I've ever purchased, books. So cheap to buy a book and I encourage reading. I think I want to do some episodes in the future where I'm just taking you through some of my favourite books. So what did they mean? At the very minimum, I'll do short videos on it. If you're interested in that, please let me know somewhere. Say you heard me on this episode number 983, and yes, you'd like to get some insights into which books I liked and what lessons I was able to take from those books. Some of them had profound impact on my life. Also, I upgraded other things in the house. You know, I, I don't talk about this. I don't think many people do, but just changing things like your Cutlery, or your sheets, or your towels, or getting some new t-shirts—they can make a huge difference. I think the environment you're in when you work from home—it is kind of like your office—and it's—it's like having a decorator come in and redo your office. Why don't you make over your home and have just nice things and donate the other stuff or recycle it if you possibly can? I also—I uh, had a really good health year. Like, I improved my health a lot. My fitness was all the surfing and walking up and down to the beach and. I did have an injury, as you recall in the previous episodes, uh, broke my ribs, and uh, that's all fully healed now. Between this episode 983 and the one before 982 has been a period of over two months. The previous episode, which you probably heard a few days ago or last week, was recorded up until the end of November. This episode is being recorded in February 2023. So for the very first time since I've been podcasting, I actually had over two months off recording podcasts. But the service interruption was minimal for clients. We just switched to one episode per week, and that got us all the way through till the middle of February. In fact, there's still a couple of episodes that I recorded in November coming after this episode, and then we're back on to the schedule. The next one after that is with uh, Lloyd Thompson, and that will be the first one recorded this year. So that's what you've got to look forward to. I really feel like the stuff I did in November was good stuff. We're getting great feedback on the episodes. It was amazing having all that time off. I was overseas the whole time. I went on a couple of surf trips. I had about four weeks just with my mobile phone and my family and a surfboard and just exploring different regions in the Philippines. So always get great perspective travelling and I'm really fresh and ready to go for 2023. Oh, what else? I had a lot of business analysis towards the end of the year. With that reflection time, I was able to think about my clients and my products, my partnerships and where that's going. And it's all in a great spot. And of course, my team, I get to meet with my team, love my team. We have the exact same team all year. Last year, we are doing great work now. We finally cracked a formula on social media videos, which is very exciting. Please, if you're not already, follow my Instagram channel at James Schramko and see the work we're putting out. Each day, we publish short videos. Some of them are getting great traction. And in fact, a lot of them are snippets from podcasts like this. So that's where we get them i published my process in a playbook for members so they can duplicate exactly the results that I'm getting with that. So we're here to talk, of course, about the podcast. We you know We've finished up the year. We need a little bit of time to go through for all the downloads to reconcile so that we can give the episodes that come later in the year a fair chance. And I feel like we've done that for the most part. And it's time to recognise what were the best episodes. So I'm going to refer to some notes here and we'll also... If you're watching the video on YouTube, we might put up a couple of thumbnails or screenshots uh, prompting these episodes. But what were the top 10 episodes for our podcast last year? Now, considering we did, for most months, from January to November, we did about two episodes a week, we put out a lot of episodes. So it's almost a 100-episode situation, not quite, but in reverse order, the 10th most popular episode, and this is by YouTube views and audio downloads. So we just combined the two and got a total score, and we'll see if one of your favorites made it. Episode 894, Best Podcast Tools for 2022 Edition with Charlie Vailer. And so podcasting was huge in 2022. Uh, I listen to plenty of people telling me how good podcasts are. Even though I'm not a massive podcast uh, watcher or listener, I would tend to watch something on YouTube instead of listen to it audio version. I'm wondering how you consume my podcast. I am curious about that. Let me know somewhere where you see this episode. But there's a couple of great podcasts out there. I'm I'm enjoying some occasionally, and I'll usually watch the YouTube video of it or parts of it. Some of them are very long, I've noticed as well. So there's a lot of tools that could help you be a good podcaster. We, we talk about what's working for Charlie, for his business and his clients. And also, I think I talk about what I'm using for my own setup here. But this show has definitely benefited from Charlie's wisdom. He's very clever with that. Either the good camera, the good lighting, the good sound is because of Charlie. Number nine, episode 893, Becoming a Seven-Figure Freelancer. That one, uh, you know, for many people, the word freelance conjures up freedom or, you know, free is in the word. Be your own boss, setting your own hours, choosing your clients. Will Wang, another business partner of mine like Charlie, he tells you how to build a seven-figure business with that business model. With so many freelancers like struggling, how does Will do it? That's what we talked about in that one the He's come on the show a lot. Because he's a crowd favorite, people love the episodes. I always get people sending me emails. People do get in touch with Will. They ask for help. And he's been helping them with uh, being a successful freelancer. Coming in at number eight was episode 888. I swear this is how the numbers fell. Success with high-end virtual events. So when COVID struck, one of my clients, Brandon Elias, was making a living, running in-person events. And the, the pandemic, of course, really changed that. I remember him sitting in the room at my live event, which was on the March the 13th, 2020. And I turned to him and I said, Brendan, do you realise what this means? Because America just closed the border. The Formula One just got cancelled. And people said, if you're from overseas, you're going to quarantine. And I, I knew right then we we're in for a hell of a ride. But I asked him, do you know what that means? And I could remember he wasn't quite processing it at the time. But of course he had to change and adapt and adapt. He did. He took to zoom and he became the successful online event facilitator. And so this is his first time he's ever been on the show. Even though I've been working with Brandon for years, he took us through the transition, what he learned and insights for anyone looking to make a similar leap. Now, I don't think you need a pandemic to do this. Quite a few of my clients in the past have uh, been speaking on stage and just wanted to escape the speaking from stage hell of traveling around, living in a hotel room, pitching from stage, giving half to the promoter, waiting a few months for payments versus just running your own event on Zoom this weekend and next weekend, and then go and have a swim in your pool or have a surf, right? So that was a good episode. Number seven, episode 938, how to create holy grail offers with uh, Kenneth Yu. So... A lot of noise and competition in today's market, and you need a good offer. I've always said, if you have an offer that converts, then everything else is really the easy part. So Kenneth was an A-list copywriter. He run this Holy Grail Offers, and he breaks down what a Holy Grail offer is in this podcast. And I think copywriting is a skill we should learn. We shouldn't just lean on AI or have the robots write all of our copy. We still need a human touch, I think, to augment it. In fact, if you're relying on the outputs, be careful. So what he does, he talks about finding the bleeding thumb of your market, riding the wave of the economy, offering unexpected ways to get results and putting your offer in words with a four-part framework. So that was a popular episode. In number six, episode 887, a typical launch campaign you can copy in the marketing series. So you probably think a product launch campaign takes a lot of time and energy. Well, John Lent and I put this episode together because – We wanted to talk about how to set up a launch with a minimum effort and cost and get results i mean i do them so minimally i don't really do launches i just do releases so in our talk we put a new sort of angle on the age-old marketing concept and we break it down just to the few crucial elements you can execute in a matter of clicks in fact with click the software that john owns uh, and runs kleq.com you can make a campaign with just a click of a button and then fill in the pages so it talks about how to get audience involvement, the connection, what sort of delivery you need to have to make the launch a success. So you don't get stressed out. If you do launches, this would be an interesting episode for you to have a listen to. In position number five, episode 890, 890. from zero to a hundred k in nine months, a case study. Well, this one is inspirational. It's really is inspirational to me because. This client of mine, Nils Vignet, you know, this case study represents what we do. He he came in originally on, I think, a $1 trial of, back then, the click software was called 10X Pro, and he got coaching from John and I, and he already had something in play, but if you listen back to his previous case studies, you'll see what he did. But he started with nothing, really, but and built a business as a leadership coach. He was just doing leadership, you know, in the traditional corporate world, and Hitting the 100K revenue milestone in just nine months was a big impact for him. Now, I think we've done newer case studies with him where he's pretty much on a million dollar run rate. So it's pretty slow to get that first 100K and it's way faster once you've got that amount of momentum. But this is a really inspirational series with Niels because we're checking in with him at different parts of the journey. He's probably the best representative I have of what we do in our weekly mentor group call. Niels is there every week in the weekly call, and he asks a question. He shares a win, and he tells us what he's going to do that week, and he does it, and he gets the results. So he's just got this great attitude. It's infectious. Tune in, have a listen to his strategy, find out the model that he's using, and see if it could work for you. In position number four, episode 897, how to think better and win hostile conversations with Mark Joyner. This is a personal favorite of mine because... If you're online or you have a profile, you will get nasty comments, you will get trolled, you will get unwanted attention, and people will try and knock you off your balance. And the biggest lesson I've gotten from Mark Joyner is maintain your stance. When communications get heated, it can be a real challenge to keep you cool and maintain the upper hand. So Mark Joyner is a founder of Simpleology. And he taught me how to confidently handle angry trolls and other difficult people. So now when I see a comment like that, which is very rare, thankfully, I'm not bothered by it. And sometimes I even chuckle about it and occasionally have a little bit of fun with it. So he had a drip-fed course that I went through that was really good. It was something called um Linguistic jujitsu. I hope I got that right. He kindly gave me access to that course because I, I asked him for it after seeing him make a post, which was... Try and insult me, try and upset me. And no matter what people tried, he just laughed them off. And I thought, this guy's got incredible skills. We delve into that in the interview. I think in this is the interview where he's actually cooking a steak while we chat. Uh, not the first time that's happened. Uh, although it wasn't a steak. Um, When I did my episode with Noah Kagan, he was eating cereal because he didn't remember that we were having a call and we just roll with it. So if you have enough podcasts, you're going to get this occasionally. And he talks about how to take lessons from the stoics and. It's definitely a longer talk, but it was one of the most interesting and it was the fourth most downloaded podcast. So I really enjoyed that. And of course, Mark Joyner, if you don't know, is an absolute OG of the online industry. He was right there as a pioneer of the online marketing world. In third position is episode 927, Why I Deleted My Business. Now, understandably, we've got a lot of downloads to this because it's very relevant for my audience. Super fast Business was my company brand for more than 10 years. Actually, I remember dreaming up that business when I was on a coach on some tour or trip at an event, and I was thinking about a business and a logo. I had this idea in mind, and I was going to build this big thing and sell it, but it didn't work out that way because it was too dependent on me, and it was very profitable. So why did I do away with that? Well, as inevitability happens... The world has moved more to the rewarding of social brands. And the second thing is with the ability to have partnerships or revenue share structured deals, I can still monetize the sale of a business that doesn't have to be my business. So that's why I really love this model. I teach this model inside my membership and I coach people through putting their own deals together. And after speaking with Jay Abraham and him telling me he wish he did more of those deals, I've been doing these deals for six years. And the facts are that a very small group of partners can generate the same sort of income as a very large group of coaching customers if you are good at what you do. That's a very important caveat. And if you have great filters. So I talk about why I decided to go with uh, personal brand. It was a solo episode, so it's, it's actually nice to see a solo episode up there in the top three. I've been told before you like these episodes or it's just me. So from my own evaluation, this was a really difficult choice to make this decision, but I sat on it for a long time and I did it. And it turned out to be a good thing. So it'll give you the history on how we got to where we are. I do think there's some changes coming in the future, but I'm still working around my personal brand and I'm still working with partnerships, but I think I'll just be adjusting product lines again. So at some point they'll be triggered and away we go. Now, in the second most popular episode was episode 892. Is video podcasting worth the effort? Here we've got Charlie Baylor again. So he's here on the list twice. This happens most years. Someone is there twice. It looks like Charlie is the darling of the podcast listeners. Now he makes a living helping other people with their podcasts and video is the big push. Charlie's the one that suggested that I go to video. So video podcasts are big. He also does the revenue share model like I do, and I've been working with him to help him with that, and it's worked out great for him. It's worked out great for me. Of course, if you're a business owner, there's a pretty good chance that you want to promote your brand and you know that you should be doing video. I think that's what made this episode so popular, and it deserved to be in that. So what was the number one most downloaded or viewed podcast of 2022 on my James Franco podcast? It was episode 935, Learn and Teach Better with Dr. Justin Sung. Had a really a big, uh, substantial following this one, in, you know, when 50% more than number two, right, as per the Pareto principle. So if you've ever had trouble with learning, right, <laughs> wouldn't it be great to know if it wasn't your fault? Uh, so I think that was probably part of the key to this. Dr. Justin Sung is pretty much on a mission to help people learn effectively. And his methods are quite different than what's taught in school, which was pleasing for me to hear because I was not a school academic. You know, I didn't finish in the top few in my class. I didn't actually pass my high school certificate, which was tremendously disappointing to my parents at the time. Thankfully, further down the track, things worked out okay for me. And I think my parents are okay with it now. So I invited Justin to give us course creators and educators tips for making products better that people will actually benefit from. And he discussed how uh, learners can leverage the most out-of-information products that they purchase, instead of it just becoming digital shelfware. I took a lot of the insights from this into my new membership platform. I worked very closely with John Lint to set the platform up the way that is going to get the best results for my members. For me, if a member gets results, they stay. And if they stay, then I'm happy and they're happy. I don't have to worry too much about pushing for marketing or have sleepless nights wondering how I'm going to survive if I just look after people. But by looking after them, I need to get them results and they need to get results by having the right product mix, the right frequency, the right way to consume information. That's why I think the playbooks have become the most important asset in my community other than the weekly group calls for my mentor level students and above. Those weekly group calls are the best way for them to learn with others and to stay current. And the playbooks are the best digest of information that you can get. You know, like it takes a minute or two to read and to implement. And if you incorporate it, uh, you can get results. So for example, um, I've got a client who was doing sales calls, but not making sales. So he did my playbook on making sales, followed my framework and he made two sales straight out of the gate at you know, thousands of dollars per sale, which pretty much surprised him. It didn't surprise me that much, but I was extremely excited for him. But that's a tangible, actionable result. So that's an example of learning better and being able to implement. I think the interview was popular because it just got so much more traction than the other ones. So that pretty much rounds out our list. If there was an episode you loved that you didn't see in the top 10, please let me know because I do get guided by the trends here. You can send me an email or you could comment where this episode is at uh, episode number 983 on com. Also, if there's a topic you want to hear about or a guest you'd like me to interview, can you please let me know? Because I'm going to bring you better podcasts in 2023. That's my goal. I want better podcasts. I want uh, to put more focus on your experience here That's why it was important for me that you had podcasts. Even while I was on holidays, you still got your podcasts. Also, you might notice that we're getting close to that episode 1000. And I get asked about this. What are you going to do for the 1000? Well, one thing I want to do is I'd like to hear from you. So if you're listening to this episode, it's not too late to send in a video or an audio to my team, support at jamesshramko.com. Just send us a link to a YouTube video or Dropbox or Drive folder. and. Tell me something to camera or audio. Just let me know how has my podcast helped you or what insights have you gained or did you implement something you learned on the podcast? Is there a special memory you have of any of the episodes or guests that I've had that you think would be interesting for other listeners to listen to? We're going to compile these and make that part of our episode 1000. I'm James Schramko. This is jamesschramko.com. Please share, like, comment, and I'll see you on the next episode. This is James Shranko.